Welcome to the EADV podcast. In today's episode, Dr. Sarah Walsh is joined by Catherine Thorman, an advanced nurse practitioner in the Department of Dermatology in Bern, specialising in caring for patients with atopic dermatitis. Together they discuss therapeutic patient education, which is a method of supporting patients in their self-management to improve therapeutic adherence. This technique has been successfully applied in managing several chronic diseases. Therapeutic patient education, also known as TPE, is recommended for atopic dermatitis patients for disease management, therapy adherence and to improve quality of life. They discuss how it is not enough to share information, but patients must be guided and helped to develop practical skills and demonstrate what it is patients need to be doing. TPE, involving shared decision-making, empowers patients and caregivers in the management of a chronic disease and most importantly develops their practical skills and coping strategies. But before we get into it, hosted in Porto, Portugal from the 28th to the 30th of November, the EADV Autumn School is the first multi-course event organised by the Academy where eight courses covering various dermatology venerology topics will run in parallel. Counting the expertise of over 40 speakers, we are offering a total of 400 seats for residents, specialists and nurses in dermatology and venerology. The courses will cover a range of topics from demoscopy to inflammatory diseases, skin infection to hair and nails. Visit eadv.org to register and participate in this exclusive learning and networking opportunity in the heart of Porto. And now, enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to this edition of the EADV podcast. My name is Sarah Walsh. I'm a dermatology consultant working in London. And it's my great pleasure today to be joined by uh, a colleague, Catherine Thorman. Um, Catherine is an advanced nurse practitioner working in the Department of Dermatology uh, in Bern in Switzerland. She completed her postgraduate master's degree in 2017 at the University of Basel. She's specialised in caring for patients with atopic dermatitis and also has overall responsibility for patient education at her clinic in Bern. So a very busy lady. Uh, so we're very lucky to have her join us on the podcast today. Hi, Catherine. And um, so, Catherine, I, I read, you know, with great interest, the position statement that you recently published in the JEADV. And I wondered if you'd be able to give um, our listeners uh, a brief explanation of the term uh, therapeutic patient education or TPE. Yeah, thank you so much for the invitation, Sarah. It's a pleasure to talk about this position paper. Well, therapeutic patient education is designed to train patients in their skills to effectively manage their chronic disease. It's a concept to support patients in their self-management with the goal to empower them. So this means for our daily work that patients really acquire knowledge, knowledge about the disease background and, of course, the treatment, and they gain security in theory and as well practical skills. And I think most importantly, it is a patient-centered process. This includes patients' preferences and shared decision-making. That's very interesting. And I, I think your point about the patient understanding why they're doing something is also really helpful and very motivating in complying with the, with the treatment. And I understood from the introduction to your, to your paper that TPE has an established role already in other disease areas uh, like rheumatoid arthritis and diabetes. 
And um, when you and your uh, colleague authors were compiling this position paper, um, had you looked at the lessons that were learned in those other specialties when you were formulating these guidelines for PT, TPE and eczema? That's correct. When one lesson which we learned was actually the treatment action plan. So treatment action plan has already been used in patients with asthma. These kind of plans, they give instructions and information about the treatment. And we use them as well in atopic dermatitis. So it's a very, very useful tool. They can um, look it up and it gives information about when they need to apply which cream, etc. And other example are practical skills. A patient with diabetes, for example, really needs to develop practical skills. He really needs to learn how to measure his blood sugar level, for example. And that's the same for patients with anatomic dermatitis. They need to learn how to apply creams, for example, or they need to learn how to do wet wrap bandages. So it's really not enough just to give information, but to guide them and to help them to develop practical skills. So to demonstrate what you're doing. And um, yes, exactly. I can imagine that would be very important in the management of, of, of skin diseases. And has an, an evidence base, so in the literature, been established um, for the efficacy of um, TPE in improving clinical outcomes in atopic dermatitis? Well, TPE programs for patients with atopic dermatitis have been shown to gain positive effect on disease severity, in coping behavior, and in improving patient quality of life. And patients, they are really satisfied as well. But till today, the number of studies evaluating TPE is limited. So it might be a matter of current research. Yeah, I imagine there's a lot more to do. Yeah. And I assume, based on your last answer, that we haven't yet demonstrated that there could be some health economic benefits to TPE because, you you know, instinctively, you would think that if you can make patients more independent in their disease management, that they might be less reliant on hospital services and you can make them more autonomous. I, I'm guessing that has not been demonstrated yet. No, exactly. It's a matter of current research. Yeah. So we yeah, can so speculate to... that with TPD, direct and indirect costs for the treatment of AD can be reduced, but we do not really know. Yeah, we don't know yet. Yeah. And so given that we don't have a lot of published research yet, I wonder if you could speak a little bit about your own personal experience of delivering um, TPE. So, you know, how how does it differ from one person to another? Do you do it to individuals or to to a group? Um, can you speak a little bit about your personal experience of delivering this? Well, I perform TP now for about 10 years. And my experience is that TPE is really, really supportive and patients can profit a lot. As they can speak about their concerns, their fears, they can ask all the different questions. However, as you have already said, there are two approaches how you can deliver TPE. One is based... Um, on an individual basis and the other 
um, is in small groups. So in the individual approach, a TPE session lasts between 30 to 60 minutes and can be repeated depending on disease severity and necessities raised by the patient or their families. And I think that's a big advantage if they really have now a problem and they really need now support. I think that's the perfect approach and the patient can profit really a lot. The other is um, in small groups and it normally it's interprofessional. So if you have a patient which has a lot of different questions for different professionals, then I think this approach might be better as they can ask questions to a, to a dietitian, for example, or to a psychologist, etc. And as I have already said, it's in small groups. So they can discuss together. They can discuss their experiences or their concerns. And it's always very interesting to listen when they speak together. So I think that's a bit of advantage of this approach. That's fascinating. So they they interact and presumably get support and encouragement from from each other, um, which I guess would be would be lacking when you're doing it on an individual basis. Um, that that is very. And I'm also really interested to hear you talk about the fact that when you meet with them one to one for let's say half an hour, an hour, that actually a lot of the psychological impact of their disease will will come out so that in itself is probably very therapeutic for them to speak about how they're feeling about their eczema as well as the practicalities of dealing with the with the with the skin disease um, yeah it's, it's it's very interesting and you know this is such an amazing resource that you're able to offer to your patients is the a similar thing available in other European countries, when you worked with your other the other authors, and um, did you find there were differences between nursing practice in the different European countries? Well, in our task force, we had nurses and doctors from seven different countries. Although all were dedicated to perform TPE, the approaches and the qualification differed. Therefore, it was a challenge to create a uniform concept for TPE. This concept now includes the aims of TPE, involvement of different healthcare professionals, not only nurses, but also dietitians or psychologists. And um, I think we had quite a big discussion on the required qualification of healthcare professionals. In particular, since there are several levels of qualification among nurses. So, and this qualification status differs between countries. But uh, in the position paper, we could overcome these gaps. And I think that's great, or that was great. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when you listened to doctors and nurses from different countries outside Switzerland, did you feel that the working relationship between doctors and nurses differed between from country to country? Well, I think multidisciplinary team working of nurses and doctors are well established in all European countries. 
However, the level of structured programs, in particular in terms of TPE, um, are different. So the aim of our task force is to provide support to develop TPE programs involving multidisciplinary teams. Mm -hmm. And do you think that the EADV has a, a role to play in this? Well, the EADV will give platforms to nurses as well as doctors to develop and implement TPE programs. I think a big, big step is that nurses have the opportunity now to become EADV member. I mean, that's great. And that's a huge platform for us now. I think that's incredibly important. I think not only for the nurses themselves, but to foster multidisciplinary working and, you know, to have nurses attending the conferences. So they're getting the same information as the as the doctors. Um, because I think that was one of my other questions was, you know, for the nurses who are involved in delivery of TPE to atopic dermatitis patients, presumably part of the position statement would involve providing continuing professional development opportunities and the opportunity to learn from one another, because I would imagine experience um, can be very valuable and sharing that experience in the group. Do you have any ideas about how you might do that in the future, sharing your learning? Well, we do have fostering courses now as well provided by the EADV. We had one last um, November, was one year ago, and there we could share the TPU program and as well the position paper. The next fostering course will be in Porto. And I mean, that's great. So we have a big platform there to share our experience and to discuss our experiences there. That's fantastic. So it's about really raising awareness of the nursing membership of the EADV, because I certainly think in the United Kingdom where I work, I'm not sure that it, is, that it is widely known that nurses can join the EADV. And I guess my last question, which I'm interested in, um, Catherine, is what three priorities do you think that the EADV should have for dermatology nurses in the next five years, having established membership? Well, again, a major success is uh, that nurses can be EADV member now. Then the fostering courses, they should really continue. I think that's a great platform for us. And in the future, we would like to have a task force for dermatology nursing. Fingers crossed, as we say in English. Yes. Yeah, I will. I wish you the very, very best with that very important piece of work. And I think, you know, clearly this paper is just one aspect of the very important um, contribution that the essential contribution that dermatology nurses make to the care of our of our patients. And I, I'm really grateful to you, Catherine, for joining us today and, and speaking so clearly and so beautifully about the, uh, the paper, which I would encourage all of our listeners uh, to, to read. Once you finish listening, the link to the paper will be displayed near the link to the, to the podcast. And I think that's all for today. Thank you for tuning in. Bye for now.
If you found this conversation interesting and would like to join other like-minded colleagues, consider joining the upcoming fostering course specifically for nurses at the EADV Autumn School held in Porto, Portugal, 28th to the 30th of November 2022. Head to eadv.org to find out more. Don't forget, members can receive a discount on all courses. Thank you for listening, and until the next episode, take care of your skin.